Good morning, everyone. Morning. I'm happy to tell you that our dear new deacon, uh, Deacon Gordon Sims, will be sharing from Scripture today. Uh, we were talking in my office a few weeks ago, and he said, you know, I could preach if you want on one of the Sundays of Advent. And I thought, why don't you do Advent 4, because that means I won't have to write a bunch of sermons all in one week, because Christmas is coming in a couple of days here. So I'm happy to uh, have him share with us from God's Word, but let's just have a word of prayer uh, over the, the sharing of the Word today. Father, we thank you that you uh, raise up a multitude of servants to share from your word and to encourage your people to walk and to grow in their faith in you. We ask now, Holy Spirit, that you'd come and open our hearts to the things that you have shown Gordon, that you would have him uh, bring to us from your word for our encouragement to challenge us to walk closer to you. And so we ask your anointing and your seal upon what is said over the next few minutes, God, and that you'd make our hearts receptive to all that you have for us today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Please be seated. Here we are in Advent 4. I've been reflecting where I was a year ago. Physically, I was at the cathedral, deep in prayer and study to become a deacon, working on a sermon to read in front of hundreds of parishioners at the cathedral, missing my good shepherd home, and waiting to come home. Christmas Eve is two days away, and we are all waiting for a celebration. But what are we really waiting for? To travel? To go to parties? Watching our children or grandchildren open gifts? Are we busy cleaning our homes, trying to make order out of chaos? Are we looking forward to being able to return things back to normal and stop pretending that they are? The real answer is that we are waiting for the celebration of the birth of Jesus, who by the power of the Holy Spirit became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. Some say Jesus came as a prophet, but he was much, much more than that. Jesus is God, who is wrapped in human flesh, God who is with us. And to be more than an example of God's love for us, to show the world a better way to live. But what does that mean to us in 2019, 2,000 years later? Today's scripture tells a nativity story from a different point of view. From the standpoint, from the viewpoint of Joseph, the father. However, scripture points us to another aspect of of our beloved Christmas story, often glossed over. The fact that Joseph was not the father of Jesus. Jesus is described, Joseph is described as a righteous man, indicating that he was a member of synagogue and a follower of Jewish laws. But he went against all Jewish, religious, and cultural laws to stay with his young betrothed Mary, to shield her from certain dishonor, as well as dishonor for himself, to be, in fact, the stepfather of Jesus. All of this because he spoke to God, spoke to him in a dream. Imagine yourself in Joseph's place. 
Here he is, betrothed to a young, lovely maiden. And all of a sudden, she is pregnant. Now, he knows he is not the father. In those times, when a couple was betrothed, the girl moved into into her future in-law's home to learn from her future mother-in-law, making this pregnancy even more disturbing. Jewish law said that a man and woman were not supposed to have marital relations until they were married. But he suddenly learns that he is his fiance is with child, and he doesn't know it has come through the Holy Spirit. All he knows is he is in a horrible dilemma. If he marries Mary, others would assume that he disobeyed Jewish laws. Mary could have been exposed and ultimately stoned to death. But the strict scriptures tell us Joseph was a good man, a righteous man. He chose a more compassionate path. So Joseph intended to quietly dissolve the marriage arrangement and send Mary back to home. But God had other plans for him. As we heard in today's gospel, an angel from the Lord came to Joseph in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Joseph may not have been the biological father, but he was being charged by God with bringing up the Son of God, No pressure there. So what did Joseph do? He said, yes. Joseph ignored Jewish religious and cultural rules to do what was right, no matter what the consequences are. Under what could have been severe public ridicule, he became a role model to young Jesus, a protective father, and was the best stepfather he could be showing unconditional love. You know, I would not be surprised if Joseph is not the patron saint of all stepfathers. Joseph represents the type of father on earth that God is in heaven. Jesus teaches us that we are to look to God, our father. Joseph showed Jesus the kind of love and joy that comes from God. He shows us the kind of love and joy God has for all his people, particularly those who are the least. Joseph risks everything to do the right thing, to make sure that his son is safe, even though Joseph is not the earthly father of Jesus. Do you possess that type of Christ-like behavior like Joseph? To do the right thing? Do you risk personal comfort and pain to deal with a difficult situation like Joseph did? Joseph showed us the sort of love that God wants us all to have for each other. Ultimately, love is what it is all about. What living is all about. 
whether that love be the perfect love of God or the joys and pains of the imperfect love of the humankind. Pain and hurt will come to us all, whether we love or not. Pain and hurt will afflict us all, whether others love us or not. Pain came to Mary. Pain came to Joseph. And as you know, pain came to Jesus. The cross is a symbol of suffering of pain, yet it is so much more. That cross signifies God loved us so much that he gave his only son so that we may not perish. That cross signifies signifies that God loves us so much that he walks with us in the worst that life can deal and to help us overcome it. Just as God did with Joseph. When we say yes to God's love, We say yes to what will change our lives and give us purpose. When we say yes to God's love, we say yes to which will transform our lives and give us power to transform others. Are we willing to say yes to God's love? May we, like Joseph, risk all to show the love God had for our fellow men and women each and every day. And always love one another as God loves us. Let us pray. Father, we believe in Jesus and know that you sent him. Thank you that we are your children. Thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.